A quick word from our sponsor. Are you having trouble getting your design system to work for everyone in your business? Well, with Zero Height, you can have a central place where designers, engineers, product, brand, content folks, they can all come together and they can talk the same language to make your design system as successful as it can be. From documentation to token management to governance features, Zero Height is the most robust design system tool on the market today. And you can try it out for free at zeroheight.com. Now back to the show. On today's show, we're going to be talking about design systems and your career. Is your career doomed if you solely focus on design systems or will it make you a design superstar who is untouchable? Or, you know, are you restricting what you can do in the future if you only focus on design systems? I'm Luke Murphy and I'm joined by my co-host Michelle Chin. We're both design advocates at Zero Height, the design system management platform, and this is Design Systems WTF. Ah. Yes, okay. welcome. Yeah, episode six. I can't believe we've done six of these already. Um, I'm looking forward to when we get to 600. Whew. That's, <laughs> a, lot. That's a lot of Fortnites. It's a lot of Fortnites. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think this is an interesting one. This is your topic, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's, yeah. you know, I I do a little bit of career coaching on the side and people are like, hey, I, I need to talk to you about design systems in my job. <laughs> And I think people are are concerned, you know, like I you're focusing on little tiny bits of pieces, atoms, I guess. Um, And after doing so much of that for so long, like, you know, can't they I think they wonder if they're still relevant to design. I mean, they know they can design UI, but there's always that like, oh, my gosh, like, will I get hired because I haven't designed flows and features but like in the past couple years so um it's it is that i think it's that problem with being a specialist in any i I think any field i was going to say in any part of design but in any field it's when you go into that specialism especially in the i feel like the world we're in of like product design um like ux design and especially if you're working with like startups or scale-ups um you know the Gen- I feel like there's a lot of generalists. There's a lot of people who are, you know, the the T-shaped designer. You know, the idea that you're a generalist in a lot of stuff and a, a specialist in one. So I can understand that. But it's interesting because how, how did you get into design systems? What was your path? I don't, you know, looking back, so I was a product designer, but my focus was interaction design. So I didn't even do yeah. visual design. Usually I was paired up with a visual designer. Um, and then uh, I think it's because I because I liked the interaction so much, and there was another visual designer who was really into designing like components. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like his counterpart in terms of interaction, so writing usage guidelines, um, that type of stuff. And then I liked writing, so no one else liked writing because <laughs> what designer <laughs> likes writing? Um, yeah. So then it kind of just ended up becoming me doing documentation and, and the rest is history. So uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, it's it's weird because even like I I wouldn't say like I'm a like a like a great component designer. Like I can design a component, but like I I building something in Figma, I'm not gonna be quick at it. <laughs> Is this your way to like? I'm just you know hoping that your job's secure at zero height because I think that was otherwise a really ringing endorsement for when you want to go somewhere else, right? Uh. <laughs> I'm a quick learner, by the way. <laughs> 
um, yeah, I think um, it's it's funny because it's like my 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 path in was via the design. Well, my path to zero height was in the design ops route. I'd always had a little bit of design systems because it was startups, and I feel like unfortunately in startups you usually don't have space for specialisms as soon as you're a specialist in startups that's a quick road to getting made redundant i feel Uh, (laughs) as soon as everything contracts they're like oh no we'll keep the people who can do everything but um my my path into here was going into more design ops side um and i i remember it was quite scary that even just going into design ops that concept of going away from uh you know the the being, you know, your core being working in Figma and working on, you know, pretty much everything to do with the product. And it's funny because I feel like we have the same with people coming into design advocacy as well. They have those same thoughts of like, oh no, but if I if I get off a core product design team, am I ever going to be able to go back? And I, I think, I think spoiler alert, it's the answer is yes, right? Like it's going to make you a yeah. better, more well-rounded person. But I don't know. I do think that... Um, uh, I think that design systems specifically, you have a very specific skill set that works really well for design systems. And so I do think that like, I don't think everybody's cut out for design systems, right? Yeah, no, I don't think everybody is. I think it's funny because everybody wants to be part of the design system team contributing, um, but then not everyone's great at it. Um, (laughs) But that's okay because that's, you find out if you are or not and... I think I think the thing is like what people are most concerned about is that other people, if they're looking to change their role or find a new position or go back to product design strictly, like I think people worry that the hiring manager is going to judge them of like, you only know how to make Figma components. Um, <laughs> like a really myopic yeah. aspect of design systems, but it's like, you know, we almost have to do that that cheerleading for ourselves to be like, no, actually, you know, I am a big, broad systems thinker. I can think about how something is going to scale. Um, and then you use all those like business buzzwords that they like to hear. And they're like, oh, like it would be good to have someone that had a very strong recent design system background as a product designer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that's the thing is, and especially when it comes back to that whole like T-shaped designer thing, uh, like I think you're right. I think it is a large part of this is around how you sell yourself to the folks that you're talking to. And I think that it's like we as designers aren't often great at selling our own skills in. Um, but I do think that it is, you know, looking at um, T- that T-shaped designer concept. I think that a T-shaped designer, I know it's a bit of an old term now, but I do think it is actually, or what is it? They say like uh, W-shape as well is another one where it's like oh, multiple. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> um, but um, I think that it's like having those specialisms just makes you a stronger designer overall because the best kind of design team is one that is, you know, generally good at everything, but each person has that unique, distinct area that they are the expert and the specialist in that kind of means that you are um you know bringing something to the team that means that the team is overall just more robust but also it's, it's kind of like makes you as a designer defensible yeah. <laughs> it means that it's a lot harder to get rid of you if you're the person who has their expertise um yeah it's it's an interesting one do you think it's like different if you were a design system manager in what way? Like as a like as not like an as an IC, but like an as a as a manager role. 
Yeah. Like, do you feel like if you were to only focus on design systems, you were kind of stuck and that you wouldn't be able to go to like being a, a, a feature, like a product design manager? No. <laughs> sure. It's, I don't, I genuinely don't because I think that when it comes to like design management and even the design ops side of it, it's, there's not, there's differences, but I think that, you know, when it comes down to it, as much as we like to say otherwise, design systems are a product in themselves, right? They're a type of product. They're an internal product. They have different challenges and different like ways that people understand it, which mean it's almost like, I think we've talked about this before, design systems are a pre-PMF, like pre-product product market fit product a lot of the time in, in organizations. And, and so I think that it's like the same I think it's like the same challenges when it comes to being a design manager and design system team compared to any other product design team that I don't think I I would never think otherwise if somebody was, I don't know. I don't know. Now you got me questioning that. Do you think there's a difference? I, I don't think so. But like I've had friends who are design system design managers wonder, did I... Did I go to a path that kind of goes to a dead end? Um, mm. And I was like, no. Like, if anything, you're in it. Like, like, like you said, like you're in a better position because of like you have to think more strategically. You're working yeah. with a lot more cross-functional teams. And even um, Mateo has mentioned like design system designers might be a little bit more techy in terms of yeah. like tokens and you know understanding like component implementation and github which is super super valuable as a designer who can talk the language of like other cross functional teams um like akmal said to like kind of be that bridge which is super valuable because those are skills you can you know show and lead by example for other designers who who aren't used to doing that or who aren't familiar doing that like you can say like this is how we're going to work with engineering or let's go talk to engineering and and really help them level up so so it is a valuable um your skill set is is super valuable in and outside of design systems it is interesting that whole like design systems designers being techier um like because i i'd 100 agree i think it's why i've always been i don't know always just gravitated towards like design systems teams um because it's i I used to be a front-end dev and i've always been interested in the implementation side of of the like design work that i do always been interested in understanding the way that things actually get built always been way more interested in like that collaboration piece and actually like um how i can deliver stuff better to the engineers and how we can work closer together so we can cut down on like you know a lot of those um i don't know duplication of effort and and you know the the hand off uh which is a term that i hate because what is it it's i know brad frost talks about it as being it's a handshake not a handoff um which just feels wankier but that's fine uh, <laughs> um <laughs> But, um, more wholesome i like it right like yeah but i think that's the thing it, it goes back to that whole like diversity of of in your team as well like and having those different areas of expertise i think that if you're a design product design team um and you don't have those those dev um like people who are more on the techie side in design i think you're kind of 
uh, you you will potentially suffer. Uh, and it'll come out in other ways, things like that collaboration with other teams, things like understanding, you know, the constraints and and working to a point where, you know, you're not having to do endless hours of design QA once it gets into production. I think that it's like that that is actually, you know, a, a real, real boon. Um, I'm interested on the yeah. other side of it. Do you think uh, in terms of career in design systems, moving the other way from product design into design systems, I was wondering if, if we wanted to focus a little bit on that. Um, I think there's interesting, I don't know. I wonder also at the moment whether people are a little bit scared of design systems because everybody knows that there's loads of layoffs going on with design systems, like design systems teams, people not understanding design system teams, all that kind of stuff. And I'm wondering whether, you know, this, this topic is a little bit around that, like, yeah, I I think, I think that's a completely fair uh, assumption because you know like you can be a designer but like the design system seems like cool to contribute to but like if you just start to veer into design systems like are you setting yourself up for I don't know getting laid off in in a couple quarters um, and then not finding a job again right like yeah. I and I don't I don't I don't think that's the case either um, yeah. I think it's scary because it's anytime you make a transition in your job um, it is scary, right? So focusing on just design systems seems like you don't know what the outcome's going to be unless you try it. So I think that's yeah. what's what's kind of scary. Like it's different than if you were like, oh, I, I worked on this product and now I'm going to work on a different product, but I'm still doing product design. Um, it's like when I transitioned to design ops, I'm like, oh, like I'm going down this other path where I'm saying SIA to design like day-to-day Figma work. And it's going to be weird, but like, it's kind of an adjustment that I, well, I told myself that if I really wanted to, I can design on the side, but we know <laughs> didn't have time for that. So my friend's like, you know what? You can make like little stock illustrations and Figma and components and like sell that on the side. And I was like, that's a great idea. I can still keep my skills up. And then I just didn't have time. So, um, <laughs> you tell yourself a lie and that's fine, but like, you know, you're, you're, you're leaving a path to go to another one. So I think that's, that is scary. Um, but it's not the end of the world. I think, I think there there are limitations, right, to being a design system designer. Um, and this is maybe like where I have like a really strong opinion. Like I, like you can't just make components all day. Like, I mean, if maybe if you're a junior designer, but like you can't expect to be a principal design system designer and all you do is make components. Yeah. Like you have to be contributing at a higher expectation in a higher level, like more strategy, more goal driven, more um, not just making well, understanding your users needs and uh, actually trying to address them. Yeah, so crazy. concept. Um, but some people, you know, they would they would like to be a component man- manufacturer to like, as like a principal staff component manufacturer, which I'm like, <laughs> no, no, hey, <laughs> Again, but that's the thing. I, I do think that, you know, there is there is a world and I don't think we are there yet, unfortunately, where I do think at the moment, if you're a designer on a design systems team, you need to be thinking about everything from the very low level right up to the very top level, unless you're very privileged and working in one of those like Giant. gold dust. Yeah, design systems teams that are actually resourced enough to have those different levels of designers. Um, there's not enough of them. I, you know, before we jump to what you're going to say. I'm just going to 
say that I don't think those actually exist. Like we think, we assume that <laughs> that the ones that are like not to name any names, but the yeah. ones that are like really magical are actually not really magical. They're still. It's, it's funny actually because we yeah like we we it's one of the advantages we have in this job is we get to talk to a load of folks in different types of design system teams, um, including those you know at, at places like why why are we why are we uh, avoiding I don't, I don't naming know. places I don't know but places like Shopify and Salesforce and 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 Spotify and whatnot you know both both folks who are customers and folks who aren't customers we get to talk to them all which is really great and yeah you'd assume that so like Spotify for example they've got like three different teams under their design system team well they did at least um, up until recently uh, I don't know what the current state is but anyway but it's like they did have some special roles in there but most of the people were just generalist product designers who did have to care about that from the bottom to the top kind of aspect as far as as far as you know i was told so yeah i think i think you're right i think it's like i don't know i like to think that there is at least one large (laughs) design system team out there that is like fully resourced and like stacked and you've got all the different levels but yeah you're right component 99 probably aren't yeah (laughs) i would love to hear if someone is or knows of a principal designer, yeah, component maker. <laughs> um, because, I mean, that's a pretty good gig. But, yeah, realistically, I think most, most companies can't afford that. It would be pretty good. The uh, I think one of the other things, to, going back to you know me pivoting the conversation to this, I think one of the other things to note as well is the fact that, yes, design systems have been tough, uh, especially over the last 12 months from our point of sort of view where we're sitting and looking at the industry and because we obviously you know we're a design systems tool we have to keep a very close eye on these things um if all the design systems teams disappear we're kind of screwed and so (laughs) so uh we keep an eye on this and one of the things that has been a little bit heartening over the last couple months is that we have seen things start to shift and start to change back um, which is good. I feel like, you know, it started around November last year. We got to a real trough around January, February, and then we've sort of very slowly been clawing back. I feel like November, December this year, we've started to see a little bit more. We've started to see more roles getting, you know, um, uh, more teams sort of being built out, a um, bit more investment in design systems. Uh, obviously, you know, it's going along with other market conditions where it's like everything is starting to just tick up a little bit. Um, which is great. So I think it's like, we're not there yet, but I think we're getting closer. And I don't know if anybody saw um, Gartner put out the UX hype cycle a couple of months ago uh, for 2023 and design systems are in there and we're up at the peak of inflated expectations, which is a good place to be because it means that we're on that way to the plateau of productivity. But they're still saying that, you know, penetration of design systems is still only between five and 20% of the, like the whole market that it could be. So like, the idea being that only five to twenty percent of you know digital product teams have design systems in place. Yeah, which, which means like eighty so much to ninety-five yeah. don't have. Which, which then just means that you know at some point you will have your pick of companies yeah. to join to help them build their design system. And I think that's also another thing is like if you are part of a design system team and you get your design system to a good point, like. And it's kind of in maintenance mode. Maybe that's not mm. a challenge for you. Um, you might want to f- find if there's another team that needs your help and expertise, and you know is messy that you can help fix. I, I don't know. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Sounds I like think a that's bad a bit, idea. But, but it's we're good, getting into right? a like, point. 
Yeah. yeah, I think it's basically we're getting into a point where it's like things are actually there's going to be more opportunity out there. I think it's one of the greatest times to be getting into design systems and and being a, a you know a good design systems practitioner, which is great. We do have some questions coming through, so I'm going to shift across to those. We've only got six minutes left, uh, so talk fast. Um, um uh, asked, would you say there are more or less opportunities or um, competition for contractual work as a specialist? sort of design ops consultant or a UX UI designer consultant. I, I mean, I've definitely got, uh, so the folks that I talk, I, I know a lot of design systems consultants. There seems to be a lot at the moment, um, which is good. And none of them are struggling for work. Um, so yeah. <laughs> that, is a, yeah. that is a good thing. In fact, I think actually being a, a consultant or a contractor in this kind of environment, when we are in, you know, slightly harsher conditions, it feels safer for a lot of companies to have contractors because they don't have to worry about, you know, notice periods or um, yeah. benefits and all like, that kind of stuff. It basically works out cheaper for them. Yeah, it, it's like, okay, a three-month or a six-month contract and and that's it. Like there's an end. I mean, they can renew, which hopefully they do if you, if you want. But I know someone got laid off uh, from their design system team and – then started like consulting and you know he would work on three to six month projects and got to choose which design systems he wanted to work on right like if you see one that you don't like you don't have to work for for that one um and then what was nice from his perspective is that you just kind of do the work like he liked to do like the component building and the pattern and the documentation but he didn't have to do like the the buy-in and the other businessy type of stuff like he kind of just come in and out right so it was like he got to focus on what he really enjoyed um and he had no shortage he he actually had too much work nice problem which is not a bad position to be in so yeah i do think that it is it's a good time to be a design system and design ops consultant design ops I'm, i'm not so sure about actually i don't know many design ops consultants but um but i do definitely know on the design system side uh, another great question from Akmal here. Uh, so design systems are pretty new in our company and uh, I'm the only design system person working despite being a huge platform. I uh, was wondering what's the average uh, amount of people working in a design system department. So what's the average design system department size? Uh, should dev be part of it for the micro front end and component maker? Um, I think the last that last question, the answer is yes, right? Yeah. I don't... Unless you have like a designer that is a design technologist, right? Are we not talking about that? Are you like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. I, I think right. I... Yeah, we've been talking about this a lot internally. I do think that uh, dev... I think these... It's a like dev needs to be involved. You need yeah, the devs for involved. Sure. You need the front end front enders involved. The, the components plug into the product, which is made by devs. Well, it's, um, it's not only yeah. that, but I think also just from like a community adoption point of view like a design system is not a design system unless the devs are using it and i think that you even if you've got the designers who are capable of um building um i think that um i don't know i think it's 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 a lot harder to sell in and get that adoption from the devs and get that yeah get that buy-in from the engineering department uh without having engineers that are part of the engineering guild team whatever it is um working within the design system squad i think that that is quite hard yeah um Um, in terms of size yeah yeah. 
I was I was going to say like we'll have the results of the Howie document survey, which will break down uh, size of your company, but also size of your engineering and design teams versus how many people have dedicated design system teams or partially resourced, and what the ratios are of like uh, devs to designers on those teams. So that will be out in February, um, but it really depends on on the situation. Um, ideally, more the more um, the bigger your company. Typically, you have a dedicated team, but it's not like a ton of people either. Probably like, it's, yeah, eight to ten, it's, maybe. I was going to say it's not huge because because this is part of the uh, this year's how we document as well that we put out at the beginning of the year. We had this data in there and we did it uh, last year as well. And it was the thing that surprised me in the first year is that I don't know. I did have an assumption that as soon as you got into those massive companies of you know. 20,000 people that the design system team size would reflect that size and you know potentially be up into the hundreds and I think the biggest team size we well the biggest team size we saw was somewhere between like 25 and 50 but even then it was pretty hard to know whether they were like hybrid design uh, hybrid devs um, who were contributing to the design system but weren't on the core team um I think most design system teams that I've seen usually top out between 10 and 20. Um, but again, it does. It varies on your needs of your, uh, your your team. Also, what you classify as the design system team. Do you like classify each product's design system team as separate DS teams? Um, I think yeah, that's Yeah, it's like to Charlotte's question of companies that have systems of systems, like a core design system and a mobile design system or like... Uh, brand A, brand B, flagship design system team. Um, yeah, it's um, and it is. I think that that's that's definitely where we've seen um a lot of growth as well, where folks are trying to build out that like core system of systems, um, team as well, which is hard. Um, it's not an easy task uh, of having that like core global design system that you have other design systems feed into. But it is that's I think that's one of the biggest areas of growth that we have um, coming up for us in the design system space is how we solve that problem in an easy, straightforward, scalable way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think the the idea is that design system like products were around before design systems. So then all the products made their own design systems. So you have these systems of systems. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, let's unify. But then there's like different code bases, different ways of doing things, different sprint cycles and all this other stuff. So you're just trying to, to put that all together. Um, yeah. Which, I don't know, can keep you gainfully employed if you're into that. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, because uh, we're already over time, um, yeah. the last question, how long until, from Justin, how long until AI can do our job? Uh, two years. Now, um, that, I mean, that's a much bigger question. I'm not going to answer that. But you should check out our AI and design system white paper that's coming out soon. Uh, short answer, I wouldn't worry about uh, AI taking our jobs just yet. Um, yeah, I think I, there's still a lot of human touch that's needed. We're, we're pretty safe. Um, but I think there's other, it's going to, it's going to force us to think of ways that we need to stay relevant, right? Like yeah. if it starts building components, okay, we're not building components. What else are we doing? The answer is <laughs> working on patterns, but yeah. nobody, people, I think I'm like, some people just are not part of, uh, team patterns, but that's my new thing for 2024. <laughs> I'll be talking a lot about patterns. We're doing Brilliant. it. I'm looking forward to it. 
Um, that's it for today. If you've got any questions and you want to fire them to us for the next episode, please send it through either via the Zero Slack community, which you can find at zerohight.com slash Slack or on X at Zero Height. Uh, next episode will be in two weeks time uh, and I'll actually be joined uh, by a special guest host, uh, Amy Hupe, because Michelle is taking some well-earned leave and celebrating Christmas. But until then, see you next time. Yeah, see ya. Bye.